Hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host Rob. As you can see, I'm hanging out with the Twitch chat right now as we record a video which is incredibly exciting. This is a video where we're going to go into detail looking at the player performance rankings from the TSN stats. So Rob and Ziggy, the stats crew, best crew, coolest crew, they not only collect faction information, i.e. how armies are doing, and I've already covered that in a previous video, they also collect how players are doing, which is really fun. We have a couple of like uh, specifications about how we collect that data or what that data is. But what we get to do is we get to track players over the course of a season. This works really well when we're working something like the Age of Sigma World Championships. But in addition, it also just means you get some bragging rights and some internet points amongst your friends, which I think is really cool. Um, and it, it's, it's just really, really fun to do. You get to know these players, you get to hear about how they're doing, and you kind of get to keep track of them. And it means a lot to me uh, because I'm kind of in awe of these people who do really well at events all the time, especially especially the person in first place uh, because I've met him several times and he's just a treasure. So they're not only great competitors, they're also great people, which is cool. Okay, so... We're going to go into this uh, information now. But before we get into this information, I was going to shout out quickly how we do this. So we take your top six results over the course of a GHB. The last GHB was six months long, but as we know, we had 157 events over that GHB. We take your top six results. Now, some people might be like, oh, Rob, I can't get to six events in the course of, you know, uh, a six-month period. It's only one a month. Like, and I understand it, a lot of people are very busy, but I think if you consider yourself to be a tournament gamer, you probably want to go to as many as you can. So it kind of makes sense. So we like to have, I had to get argued down from like eight. So the stats guys were like, no, we're going to take it down to six, Rob. A lot of people really want it to be four. And on the Honest Wargamer website, or sorry, yeah, on this, the TSN stats, there is the option to choose by four. But I don't really like that because I feel like you can kind of cherry pick the four you want to go to. Six is a little bit of a, of a broader spectrum, which is good. So we take your top six events and we also base it on the size of the event as well. So you get points for a win. Uh, and even if you go to an event that's very small, you'll still get onto the stats show as long as uh, that event was uh, not using any particularly heavy comp and it ran over the course of two days and had a minimum of five rounds and it's 2000 points. So we don't do one day events, we don't do team events because the pairing system generally kind of creates a skew as well. We don't take that information into account. So it's just one person, two day events, five rounds, or there have been a couple of one day five round events, which is pretty crazy <laughs> all right so i think we should just jump straight in we've got these by region and we've got these by uh just general overall information so let's just jump straight in shall we and let's uh let's pop this in because this is super fun to do looking at the top 10 players the 10 best performing players in the world last ghb in first place from texas gavin greiger now, Gavin has got a famous saying where you stand on circles and win games. People always ask him, Gavin, how do you do so well? Uh, and it is by standing on circles. He has performed with loads of different factions. He has got Doors of Cain twice, Seraphon three times, and Cities of Sigmar in his repertoire. He only beat Jeremy in second place by attending events that are just larger. Just larger than Jeremy. But he has a perfect record. 30 and 0, which is incredible. Uh, he's from Texas and he represents Harambe's Heroes, which are a gaming club down there. He's also part of the Tough Crowd group as well. Uh, so shout out to them. A wonderful person. I got to meet him several times, talk to him. Pretty gentle, really thoughtful. Uh, I got to last year see him play a game against uh, Nate Trentinelli, um, who's 
just another really excellent player where I don't think either of them spoke for about 45 minutes. They just silently pushed models around. He's just a great dude uh, and a really great representation of our hobby. Uh, just a nice person who is incredibly competitive, does really well, and is really nice about it. So shout out to Gavin uh, for just doing really, really well. Don't forget, there's a podcast, Rambi's Heroes. Um, and then he also features on loads of stuff that comes out of Texas. There's like the Weird Knobs streams. There's loads of stuff. So uh, go check out uh, those if you get the chance. In second place, also representing North America, is Jeremy Vissier. Uh, although I'm sure the French team would love to claim him. Uh, uh, as he's of French kind of like origin. Uh, normally of the West Coast, he is moving over to the East Coast. Jeremy, uh, probably one of my favorite gamers as well, plays loads of different armies. Uh, Fire Slayers, uh, uniquely to him, uh, has played some crazy Fire Slayer lists. He's always an early adopter of armies, specifically as their dwarfs. Did really well with KO as soon as the KO book came out as well. Um, uh, and as soon as GHBs happen and he pops out. He also has a YouTube channel as well you could check out called uh, Barak. Oh, I'm going to feel bad for not remembering it now, uh, where he does some really thoughtful and interesting deep dives. He's a great gamer on the tabletop, really excellent, really fun, uh, really engaging person. Uh, like He's one of those people that when he starts talking, it's time to sit down and start listening, uh, very much like Gavin. Uh, and uh, he's just very forthright with his opinion, and he's got lots of really good stuff to say. Another great representative of our hobby. Now, in third place, representing England, uh, and this is actually really huge. Jeremy and Gavin have done really well in previous GHBs before. They're what I would consider to be perennially good uh, and expert tabletop gamers, if not some of the best players in the whole wide world, and consistently so. Freddie is like an absolute up-and-comer, not far from me. He's out Derby Way, which is only like 30 minutes, 45 minutes where I'm at, over in the UK. Freddie plays in his little local gaming club, and then just occasionally just wanders out into the wide world and just smashes people up 5-0 with loads of different lists as well. He's a Sigma, is one of the ones he does really well, and famously is one of those people, very much like Jeremy would run a load of foot characters in uh, Fire Slayers, which was quite unique. Freddie would play a load of Paladors in Cities of Sigma, which is quite unique as well. He also played Beasts of Chaos, when Beasts of Chaos were really good, and did really well with those, but it's fair to say he's made quite a few armies his own and has done really well with it. So he's kind of a newcomer to that leaderboard. And I think that's really worth noting that not only are some of these names and names that you're going to see year in, year out, they're also fairly new to being in the competitive scene. And I think that's brilliant. So shout out to Freddie. In fourth place, Emma Mangles. Uh, Emma's great. Emma plays loads of different armies all the time. Uh, she sometimes will get people on Twitter to just choose which army she's going to go play. And she consistently does incredibly well with those armies. She plays stuff off meta. She chooses different army styles. Uh, she is not forwards and coming backwards about her opinions on how armies work. And she loves making memes about how all the different armies play. I've got a lot, a lot of time for Emma and i got a lot of love for Emma. And she does really well on the tabletop. And I think like more and more she's really engaging with playing uh like being a part of that community which is great so shout out to her uh killer waters uh just playing really excellent warhammer as well um he always plays zinch uh zinch zinch zinch, zinch. normally zinch with an incarnate 
Uh, but like Caleb is a good example of just repeatedly using the same army time and time again, pushing them forward, being aggressive, uh, and understanding how his army plays in every situation, in every matchup. Uh, he's already in the new JHP already racked up uh, um, a result with his inch as well, and he's just going to consistently keep performing with that army. And I think that's actually something really worth noting that while a couple of the players, like in the, the just above him on that leaderboard, um, do flit around between different armies. Caleb consistently pushes the same army around and does really well with it. And I think there's something to be said about that level of consistency that does really well. That's also true for Phil, again from the UK. Again, one of our newer players, really, in the past couple of years coming up. Don't forget, sixth best performing player in the world. So when I say new, I'm talking about, like, sixth best performing player in the world. That's huge. Yeah, 27, a draw, and uh, two losses. Generally likes to play Slaves to Darkness, but will push around anything and get the opportunity to do so. I think Phil had a crazy season last GHB, where he got three 5-0s over the course of three weekends in a row with three different armies, which was bonkers. Loves the old combination of Arcane Tome and Master Magic. Not sure how he's feeling right now, uh, but Phil's a really excellent player. Great part, he got a great gaming club, uh, another great human being to meet. Um, and then you've got Nicholas Walters, Caleb's brother, usually pushing Iron Jaws around, uh, running around <laughs> using them. They normally travel to events together, again, based in the USA. Uh, has lots of, uh, does really well with those Iron Jaws as well, especially when they've been dropping in the win rates, but it's kept up that consistent pressure with that army, which is fun to see. Uh, a bit of a legend, Ronya. Uh, over in uh, over in Sweden. Now, if you notice, Ronya's actually got a better result, uh, win rate result, 28 wins, two losses, than Caleb, Phil, and Nicholas. But because she's based in Sweden, they generally don't have events that are as large, and therefore, they don't get quite as many tournament points in TSN rankings. I know that might seem a little bit unfair, uh, but it's our way of making sure people don't just go to, like, six-person events and just snipe loads of points. So that's how it works. But Ronya's... If you've ever listened to anything about Age Sigmar, phenomenal. If you've ever been to the Age Sigmar World Championships or you watched the stream from that, uh, Ronya has been to two Age Sigmar World Championships. She's played in the singles twice and she's played in the teams twice. That's given her opportunity to play, uh, what is it, uh, 22 games of which she's only ever lost one game ever. Uh, she was undefeated last year. And then this year she dropped one game. So 21 out of 22 at the OS World Championships is probably one of the most phenomenal records of all time. And then this season, 28 and 2, is also amazing as well. An ex-War Machine Hordes player. Um, she's got some really solid on-tabletop experience. And she's really dedicated to focus when she plays, uh, which is cool. Anthony Trentinelli. What's not to say about the Trentinelli brothers? Anthony's wonderful, thoughtful, insightful. He knows loads of stuff about almost every army. He's always considering what armies to play. Uh, likes He plays Sinesh a lot. Um, is really uh, insightful when it comes to armies like that. Plays them in very different uh, ways to how I think other people play it as well. Has a really solid on-tabletop presence. Is really forthright. Excellent little player. Um, just a really solid human being. So just does really well. Plays loads of different armies as well. Really is like, uh, not obsessive, that's not the right word. Um, but focused. He's a very focused on tabletop player, and he's focused before he gets to the tabletop, which I think is really good. So shout out to him. Uh, now, I don't know loads about uh, Mringang Jar, uh, unfortunately, so I apologize about that, but 27 and 3, that's great work for him, uh, and I'm really proud of you. Uh, so great work for you. That's great. Tom Guan, I know loads about. 
Um, Tom Guan also in joint tenth place, our last place, twenty-seven and three. Tom Guan plays consistently all around the world, loads of different armies. Famously ruined Iron Blasters the the single week that they were released. Um, similarly, recently has been playing lots of zombies. We'll jump between loads of different armies all the time. Tom's favourite quote is that he cannot believe people want to play three hours of Warhammer. If you make him play more than one hour of Warhammer, I think it makes him very upset. Uh, very, very upset. Famously won an event, uh, won a game at the Age of Sigmar World Championships by being tabled in round three on twists and turns, but still winning the event because he'd claimed all the objective on the first two. Just a superstar. Really great. Uh, <laughs> really great and really solid. And 27 and 3 is really impressive for Tom. Let's look at some regionals. USA won't be a surprise to many people. We featured many of them in the top 10. Gavin in first place, Jeremy in second, Emma in third, Caleb and Nicholas, the brothers really smashing up in fourth and fifth place. Andy Trent Ali, Tom Guan. But the two uh, we're talking about at the bottom, Juan Noah Singh, great human being, my personal friend. He's got more and more kind of like focused into the game state which i think is really interesting he's now what i would like to say i'd like to say now that i think he's in his jazz phase i think gavin and jeremy emma as well are definitely in their jazz phase i'm not really sure how i can explain this other than they're like now in the flow state with gaming i think the top three definitely are and i think noah uh, tom guan also as well but i think noah's also entered his flow state and what i mean by that is he's now really experimenting he's running loads of different lists loads of different armies thinking through some crazy stuff and trying to make it work he obviously just is off the back of winning the las vegas open earlier in the year which is a huge win winning it with beats of chaos and now and also part of the usa national team and now he's in a place where i think he doesn't really have anything to prove on the tabletop um and so now he's starting to really experiment and i think that kind of pushes you to a level uh, where Gar Gavin, Jeremy, and Emma are, which I think is a really good place to be. Carl Ong, what's not to say about this person other than he is... He's not short in anyone's estimations. He is a large titan of a character. Um, and uh, his win rate is very big, uh, which is really impressive for someone of such a, uh, a well-constructed uh, svelte. Uh, form. Uh, Carl's brilliant. Part of the seasonal war crew. Make really great battle reports if you get the chance to go check them out. Um, he is uh, always experimenting with different lists. Continuously gets really good sports votes. Uh, just a really solid player. Plays KO a lot. Flesh Eater Courts. I think Carl was one of like my first experiences of really having to be like, what is happening with Flesh Eater Courts in the United States of America? And it was Carl. So sometimes a bit of an early adopter. Sometimes a bit of like a leader. Um, I don't know if it's like prepping for battle reports and stuff that really helps him focus on those things. But he's a great player, great person, really excellent. Next, we're going to go over to Continental Europe. That's right, UK not part of that. So Continental Europe. Uh, and we have got a, a bunch of great players in there. Colin Claren playing at Worlds for Germany is our German and he's in first place. 23 uh, a draw and a uh, loss. Now, um, it's quite fun to break these down into regions because, as you can see, continental Europe doesn't tend to have as many events as we might see in the USA. It's a great question as to why maybe we don't. Now, for instance, we know the French have lots of events, but they don't necessarily submit all of their results to us, or we don't necessarily get all that info. So it'd be fun in the future, especially if there are more events in continental Europe than we necessarily get information for, to try to get all that information so we can make sure these are as 
as relevant as possible because as we know looking at the Age of Sigmar World Championships while the United Kingdom and let's say the USA uh, and Canada I guess we include uh, get a lot of media coverage because there's a lot of podcasts and YouTube shows and those things coming from those communities uh, a lot of these are done in language French have a massive community the Italian and the Spanish have really large communities as well but we don't necessarily hear about all of their events and we don't hear about all of their players and it'd be more fun to do that in the future so going through what we do have uh, and also to see them running more events as well to see what we do have we've got colin um from germany he's in first place congratulations to him vincenzo naka uh, and then luca canal uh, both of whom are based in italy in second and third place we've got a couple of our french players spoon and milladin in there as well um 13 and 2 for milladin and spoon on his 17 with seven losses so he's been playing and then uh daniel dampo pommer also of germany so it'd be really fun to get like our germans like our germans are getting lots of events in and playing lots it'd be fun to see especially france which i know we've got a big community in there netherlands um all of those inputted into the stats and, and see more events from them uh because there's some incredible players uh and we've and the world champions are from europe so Let's find more information about these players in the future. That'd be great. Now we're going to go over to our top 10 players in Oceania. So this is effectively Australia and New Zealand. Now, Australia do have more events than New Zealand, obviously. Uh, and the New Zealand, uh, sorry, the Australian community is a little bit more spread out than some of our other countries as well. But they still get a load of events. There's loads of good content comes out of uh, Australia. Um, and so just really good. And they've got great wargaming chops, current world champions of 40k are Australian uh, so yeah uh, Alexander Kron uh, in first place Kron loves Caradron Overlords loves them but has really diversified over the past few years playing a variety of different armies um, and so we've seen him play lots of different stuff but he has obviously been pushing KO around since the new book came out Kieran Coates I don't know <laughs> I'm sorry but in second place with 2406 uh, I'm sure I do know um, but I forgot. Patrick Nevin, Big Pat, uh, playing loads of different armies as well. Uh, pretty serious as well as a player from everything I've heard. Um, Nathan Thompson uh, and Gary Chen also represent Australia. And it's down in sixth place. James Struthers absolutely dominating the New Zealand scene. 23 wins, six losses, uh, doing really, really well. Uh, John McGrath and Joel Graham both based in Australia as well with some pretty uh, positive results. And then Ryan, also from New Zealand, 21 wins, 8 losses. So uh, a great job all told. We do have enough results for them to get uh, out of 30s. But, you know, more more events would mean more results. And this would be really good. But shout out to Kron, currently the champion of Oceana. Now we're going to go over to Scandinavia. And these are... This is arguably one of the toughest metas around uh, a couple of different national teams around there beating each other up especially at worlds uh, but there's some really 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 solid players here uh, and in no no surprise to me uh, but an absolute superstar Givedeld uh, in first place uh, the leader or one of the organizers of 2d6 wargaming club um, based in Norway, so he's out of Norway. In fact, our top three are all based in Norway, probably because of the uh, sheer amount of events they have. But Sweden, which we'll talk about in a minute, also has a lot of events, but gear doing incredibly well. Really solid on tabletop. His micro on the tabletop is really good. I've got to see him play a couple of times. Huge fan of gear. He's great. Benjamin Fluther, uh, <laughs> also really great. Hates how I pronounce his name. Thinks I'm an idiot. I apologize, Benjamin. Uh, but plays, uh, like, again, uh, gear, Benjamin, uh, Danny, 
uh, Ula, Gunny Vatland, like all these lads all from um, Norway play a variety of different armies in pretty much the same club. They rotate armies, they play different stuff. You often will see some pretty unique army styles coming out of them, uh, which is interesting, or at least they'll be at the forefront of early adoption for these different armies as well, which is just really excellent. Uh, then Kalis uh, Konstantinos is our kind of top Swedish player out of the group. Um, <laughs> a top like and he's just really really solid loves corn plays corn a lot and gets some really surprising results very similar uh which is interesting because he's dedicated himself to a chaos god uh, to what we see coming out of the usa he's just committed pretty much to playing corn a lot of the time and he does really well with it even when the book wasn't particularly good uh, and now he's got a stronger book it's quite interesting to see what he's able to do with it yes but melinda is a, a devil a devil man uh, based out of sweden of the asylum wargaming club um, if you want to go check it out, they run events all the time. He's really solid on the tabletop. Uh, he's also part of the Malarkey group. Uh, so Malarkey are, uh, is kind of like a narrative wargaming website uh, where you can do all sorts of things in there, track your games, do pairings. Uh, so he's also part of that community as well. But he's just a really solid table on tabletop player. Lassie Kalberg, also based in Sweden. Oh, no. I don't. That's the one I'm not sure about. Lassie, though, great player does loads of stuff run you we talked about just 11 out of 10 uh, and then shout out to all the rest uh, william carl herg and christian wenberg uh, for again some event great event results the uk and ireland uh, top 10 uh, a list of names of people you'll always know really well and in first place it's absolutely delightful to see freddie leggett deserves that first place there look at that big crown on his head and the smile of a champ uh sees sigmar beats of chaos um, and I've already talked about Freddie a bunch, but just doing really great. Phil Marshall, talked about him as well. Um, just doing great in second place. Mike Stewart in third place. Mike doesn't necessarily get out as much onto the international scene, but Mike has posted really solid results. This GHB, uh, the GHB previous as well, also posted some incredibly solid results. At one point, Mike was the top of the leaderboard for the TSN stats for a good portion of time. Really solid player, really excellent. Plays Seraphon, plays a bunch of different armies actually. He started with Seraphon and really tried to find his feet uh, with loads of different armies as well. You've got Matt Davis, the Math Mallow, pushing all sorts of different armies around. Uh, Andy Hughes, Hazel, first time in the list. Shout out to Hazel, uh, doing great for her, uh, especially pushing loads of big Stonehorn monster trucks around, beating some pretty big uh, players, uh, like taking down some, taking some scalps. In, in a in a pretty good season uh, Simon Weekly formerly team Wales uh, like plays a bunch of different lists especially lists that get to roll loads of different dice uh, played loads of spawn in this Beast of Chaos uh, list uh, in the new Beast of Chaos book and has done really well with that and I'm sure we'll see lots of other lists like that in the future uh, Adam Mumford my good and wonderful friend uh, 25 2 and 3 likes to play as much as he can just had a dad now so Adam Dadford uh, doesn't get an opportunity to play as much, but plays really solid uh, armies, Beast of Chaos, all sorts of different stuff. He'll pick up anything, try it out. Him and Matt are kind of like, you know, like young grinders. They'll just do anything. They'll just be like, oh, do you want to play... Do you want to play, like, Six Sharks? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Oh, do you want to play Alariel? Yeah, sure, I'll do that. Like, they, they just... They'll pick up anything and try it for a weekend, right? Which is really fun. Um, 
Matt Goldsborough, the shuffler, 26-4. Matt is a perennial uh, my player. Plays, plays as much as he can, as often as he can. Um, plays loads of different armies. The vibe is what I call him a lot of the time. Uh, Matt, the vibe, obviously been known as a shuffler as well. Uh, like, just, just a delight. And then Dan Arnold. It's great to see Dan in 10th place. Captain of Team Wales. What a superstar. Like, ah, oh, amazing. Uh, recently came to my event. Uh, New GHB had a bit of a shocker. <laughs> but uh, amazing to see Dan Arnold on that list as well. In fact, that's amazing to see Dan Arnold on the list. He's a super nice guy, really fun, um, uh, plays from really solid, really fair Warhammer, uh, and uh, that's a really that's a really healthy English top ten as well. You got a lot of very young, very new players to the scene and the community. A lot of like those early adopters um, who play constantly and. Yeah, you got a really, you know, mainly good, like, top list there as well. So that's great. I guess that's it. Uh, shout out to Dajin for donating five gift subs in the chat. Loads of love to you. Uh, superstar. Um, playing well at events is something really worthwhile doing. It's not the be-all and end-all. I would really like to track best sports votes one day. I think that'd be really fun. Who's the most sporting player in the world? Let's go. I won 11 sports votes this year. That'd be cool. Uh, it's really hard, really, to express how close some of those games probably were as well. Age of Sigmar, the points differential between these armies is really, really close. Uh, we also have the priority role, the double turn. Um, these players, by the way, consistently do well. Uh, and therefore, the double turn really kind of isn't a factor. But it also is a factor as well, because, you know, some of those games will have really turned around if priority go one way or priority had gone another way. Um, yeah, Dom probably would win best sports of everything. That's true. Uh but, like, uh, it's great to see... Thank you to Ziggy and Rob again for producing this for these players because it's absolutely brilliant to see uh, these players getting the opportunity to showcase that they've done really well at something they're super passionate about. Like, it's super cool if you become the world champion of a thing or even if you're just the best in your country, your hobby, for a little bit. Uh, and all of the people at the top of those lists are people who I know personally and who I know are really nice. And I don't think that's, I don't think we can really ask for better. I don't really know what the other game systems are like. I don't know if 40k is the same and everyone at the top is really lovely. Um, but I do know that that's true for Age of Sigmar, which is wicked. So uh, thank you to all of them. Thank you to Ziggy and Rob for producing those stats. And I hope everyone has a great season. We've got a year now to see who's going to be the best of this GHB. So it's going to be pretty fun. Um, and yeah, if you get the chance to meet these people or if you get the event to run, uh, if you get the chance to run events or send us event results, you should do so uh, because Age of Sigmar is growing. Probably should mention that as well in this video. Uh, Age of Sigmar increased by 50% in event attendance and also the number of events that happened compared to last year. I think we have like, I think we have, let me just double check for you uh, right here because I think that's super worth talking about. Because there are 5,434 players in our stats. So that's amazing. That's over just the past six months. Uh, 5,000 competitive Age of Sigmar players around the world. Only at two-day events. So it doesn't include one-day events. It doesn't include anything like narrative or teams or doubles or any of those things. So the tournament-going Age of Sigmar community runs 5,000 plus. I think if you take, in today, take into account one-day events and maybe like, you know, just a bunch of other stuff, you probably got 10,000 or more people playing competitive Age of Sigmar or some form of Age of Sigmar, which is incredible. It's incredible to know that there's that many people playing and enjoying things that we all love and are passionate about. So shout out to all those people that did really well. Shout out to Ziggy and Rob one last time because they're the best. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Comment, like, subscribe. Thanks very much.